everyone, and welcome to another episode of the New Life Podcast. I am your host, Margie Connor, and I'm the New Life Coach. Um, So before I start this episode, I want to give a warning that for anyone who has had any involvement with suicide or maybe suicidal or have ever had thoughts of it, this could be triggering. Um, And if you feel like it's too sensitive of a topic, you may want to turn it off and not listen. Um, And so just I want to give everyone a briefing there, but so, um, yesterday was suicide awareness day and this whole month of September is suicide awareness month. And so there's lots of stuff that I'm kind of reading and that's circulating through my consciousness on the topic of suicide. Um, suicide is something that has greatly affected my life very personally. Um, my mother committed suicide when I was 13. Um, and the and it's suicide is something that's so interesting because I think that unless you've experienced what it feels like to be suicidal, you could never have the understanding of what someone goes through who actually commits suicide. Um, it's a really interesting paradigm, and so I thought I would just sort of talk about these things and put it out into the world and not make it so taboo. Um, so being a child of a suicide parent. Um, there are lots of things that you experience as the person in the, in their life that has committed suicide. And so all of those things, you know, we kind of start with blame and I can say that, you know, I assess blame on myself for what I could have done to change what happened. And I was, you know, I was 13 at the time. I had a really, um, volatile relationship with my mother. My parents were uh, divorced. It was not like an easy upbringing. And I knew my mother was really mentally, mentally ill. Um, and I blamed myself. I said, you know, I, I didn't want to live with her. My parents were divorced. I wanted to live with my dad. And I always blame myself for the fact that, you know, she took her life. Cause if I didn't do that, then she wouldn't have taken her life. And I understand now that the hopelessness that they feel and the desperation that they experience is so great that absolutely nothing can reach them. So this is a really hard thing to kind of accept and wrap your head around. And I don't really know where I'm going with this in this podcast, but I think that it's something that really needs to be talked about. Um, so many of us think, Oh, what can we do differently? You know, what, what could we, um, what could I have said or how could I have made them feel loved? And, the reality is there is absolutely nothing and it's their decision. I think a lot of people experience suicide as something really selfish that somebody does and it is. I think it's one of the most selfish acts you can do, but it's out of extreme desperation and pain. Um, I feel lucky in some ways because I've experienced what it's like to be suicidal and there's this compassion that comes with it that I that gives me this full spectrum understanding and I wouldn't ever change that. You know, I'm not at a place in my life now where I feel that way at all. But during my childhood there there was and there were times that I even tried to kill myself and I remember that desperation that I felt and how even when I tried there was always a part of me that was like doing something that would get me caught so it didn't actually happen because I think the human um, need for survival is so great and so powerful that 
in order to override that, you have to be in such a state of absolute hopelessness that I can't even imagine. Uh, you know, I think about my mother who committed suicide and it's, there are a lot of people who kind of go, oh, it was a cry for attention or this or this or this. And I think it isn't paid enough attention to for what it is because when someone is setting themselves up to get caught committing suicide, they're hoping. When people really commit suicide and it's past the point of where you can actually help them, it's secret, no one knows about it, and it's a decision that they've already made. And there's there's really no coming back from it, unfortunately. Um, and I think it's something that comes from really childhood trauma and our 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 fear of facing of facing the painful. Our experience is so painful that we literally would rather die than experience the pain that we're going to, that we're really supposed to. And I think what people don't realize is if you felt that pain, that's what would set you free. If you would go in and just feel all of that worthlessness and and heartache and you know whatever core beliefs that people created for you that would be your freedom and I guess maybe that's kind of why I want to create this podcast is just so if somebody hears that and they're in that state they understand that if you feel it and you experience it it no longer has power over you and I see that so much and you know people that I work with they don't want to feel they just want to act like they're fine or they don't want to take time to sit in it and it's so bad and so painful that suicide is a better option. They think it's a better option when the alternative is actually so easy as long as you're connected to the source that's inside of you. Now, I'm in, I'm in no way saying like, oh, yeah, it's just easy to not commit suicide. And I don't want anyone to think that. It's a very real feeling and it's so overwhelming that now, even though I have felt it, I can't imagine what it would be like to be back there. Um. And I think, so, one of my, um, I guess it's kind of like skills that I've cultivated is being able to um, have an understanding of the other side and what happens when people die and that, you know, we really don't go anywhere. And I had this experience with my mother that I realized that she is experiencing the same thing. Like, your soul never goes anywhere. And when you commit suicide, you get stuck in this loop of not being able to ever get out of it. And so then you take it into your next life. And so I think that would almost be worse that you think you're escaping and then you have to go feel this pain, but you don't even have access to all of these people that you had as a support system. And there isn't enough awareness around it that people who are going through like daily life are experiencing these things all the time. You know, like most people who end up committing suicide, you're like, I can't believe they ever committed suicide. Like that was, it's so out of character for them. They seem so happy because a lot of people who experience that are so desperate that they don't even, they don't want anyone to even know. They just want to get out of it. They are so unhappy, so isolated, so hurt from something that is probably completely out of their control. And so if you step into I mean, I think even with depression, depression is, you know, it's like a, a more subtle form of suicide or addiction. Addiction is self-destructive behavior. It's a lower form of suicide. 
you know, you're not taking your life, but you're slowly killing yourself over time because you, you don't have the will to live. You don't see the purpose and what you have to bring. And we all have these amazing gifts that we are supposed to bring into the world and what a disservice it is to not bring what you have into the world because of this story that somebody else told you. And that's what's so, that's what hurts my heart so deeply when I see people who I can see are in great, great, great pain because the people in their life, you know, maybe it was their parents, something that happened, you know, to them made such an impression on them that it shut down their intuitive voice and made them unable to see the glory of who they really are. And suicide is kind of something that, you know, we have a suicide hotline, we have all these things and it's becoming something that's more common, but I also think that it's becoming something, or sorry, the, you know, the awareness of it is becoming more common, but also the act of it is becoming more common because people are unreachable. They have such a, they have such a disconnection from themselves and their intuitive voice and who they really are that no wonder it's like, what, why am I here? What am I doing? What's the point? And I think the bigger awareness is that we need to teach people from an early age or, you know, people around us, anyone that we have like access to that they are so loved and supported in what they're doing and what they have is so special and encourage people to feel that pain. You know, we're, we live in a society where men especially are not really allowed to feel or, you know, we're not supposed to cry around people or we're not supposed to experience these things when that's the thing that is making people commit suicide. They're told that, you know, I can't feel this. I can't go through this. It's so terrible because of the the stigma that the world around them has created. And that's not the case when that's actually the thing that's going to set you free. There, When you are that desperate, you actually have the greatest opportunity. Like I can, I can look back in my life at the times that I was suicidal. And that is when I learned some of my greatest lessons. I was lucky. I feel like I've had sort of like a guiding light to, you know, get me through the hard times or, you know, have me kind of see that I have a, a purpose bigger than that's, that's worthy, a purpose that's, yeah, that's worthy bringing into the world. But it like, that is where the most growth happens. And that's where the gift of desperation can get us to where we're really needed. And if we had our resources or, you know, made ourselves more available for, and holding space for that, I think that the consciousness of suicide would greatly decrease because people would see that it's not a bad thing to be in pain. It's actually one of the greatest strengths. That's where you learn your biggest lessons. That's where that's where you really find yourself. You have to grow, you have to go far deep within yourself and fearlessly dive and just know that you're gonna come out on the other side, even if it feels like there's absolutely no point. You know, I went through all the cycles of suicide with, with my mother. So, you know, it was blaming myself and thinking that it was my fault and then experience suicide, like wanting to be suicidal because of that. Well, it's like, oh, well, she, the pain I caused her was so bad that I might as well just take my life because how could I do that to somebody or how can I live with the guilt of knowing that I did this to someone? And then, then you experience the avoidance. Oh no, it's not your fault. I'm just not, I'm just not going to act like it's happening. And that was the worst thing I ever did because I actually found that subconsciously I was reliving her trauma. I was doing all the things that she had done in her life and reliving that story of generational trauma because I had so much feeling wrapped up around it that I couldn't get out of the cycle. I was stuck in a loop that I didn't even realize I was running my life. 
And then when I finally went to feel, I realized how fucking angry I was. I was so angry that I had a very, of a very, um, abusive dad. And so to me, I was angry that she left me with this monster. Like the monster was too big for her to deal with. And so she just left, left it for us to deal with my little sister and I. So I had all this anger and then it was all this like grief and sadness and it was all the stages, you know, the stages of what you have to feel. And then it was sadness of, I missed my mother's life. You know, like I, I miss her. And then you realize like how much pain she was in and you just, it's sad to think about. And then I actually, I think this is something that people don't really talk about, but there's another stage of grieving and that's kind of the idealization where we think, oh, it wasn't their fault. You know, like they lived this beautiful life and they did all these things and, you know, it wasn't their fault they committed suicide. They just had a really hard life. They experienced a lot, you know, whatever it is. And then we sort of forget all the pain that they caused. And there's a beautiful middle ground where you accept that they hurt you so deeply and all of that pain is real, but you can love them and understand the journey that they are on. So I, if we get to, if we are able to create an awareness in the world around us that number one, to support suicide victims, you know, people who are victim of friends, family members, partners, uh, anyone in our life who commits suicide affects a suicide affects so many people and it is so hard. And, you know, I'm looking at it from a perspective of someone who has been there and thought about it. I was so desperate that I just was hopeless and unreachable and also somebody who's experienced the backlash of someone else doing it. And there is nothing that is escaped. And there is no pain that is escaped in suicide. If you take it from me, I, you know, whether you believe in spirits or not, just, I have experienced, I've been able to see to the other side and see just what they have to experience when they commit suicide. And I would never want that. That was one of the, one of the times that I wanted to commit suicide. I was able to see it like it kind of flashed like in my third eye vision of what I would have to experience on the other side with my soul. That pain doesn't go anywhere. When we're here, we have the skill. We have all the tools to work it out. When we're when we when we're dead, our soul's still there. It still has all this, but there's no way for us to work through it, and so we just have to sit in it. So, I just wanted to. I, I, I there really isn't a point to this podcast. There's not a, a system or anything like that that I want to give people. It's just the awareness that. It's. It's so much more common than we realize. And if you haven't experienced, there's no way you could ever understand the level of hopelessness. You know, it's easy to look at somebody from the outside and be like, I just don't understand why they don't just pick themselves up by their bootstraps. But when that wave of darkness comes over you, it is only within yourself that you can pull it out, like that you can pull yourself up out of it. And sometimes the universe, you know, helps us and takes us, takes us out of it and, you know, gives us a guiding light and sometimes for souls that that weren't as fortunate that we lose them and I think that you know if you're ever if you are listening to this podcast and you ever feel like you want to do it or it's an option I hope that this 
comes to you and you realize that I'm the only one who can get myself out of this. Or maybe you know you have a tendency and you have depressive tendencies. So when you're not feeling depressed, attack that like it is be radical and relentless in your pursuit of joy for yourself. You know, when you're not feeling as bad, don't just say, oh, it's fine. I'm good. Admit to yourself that no, you're not fine, that you are depressed and you have deep, deep feelings and go to therapy, go on a journey of a soul. And who the fuck cares about anyone else in your life and their judgment? Because think about if you have a brother, a sister, mother, who that could be the feeling that, that you're giving to them of, oh, this like desperation and that you have is then coming back on all these people. And that's never what someone, that's never what someone who wants to commit suicide thinks. They don't want to cause pain for other people. They want to release the pain from themselves. The only way you're going to release that pain is if you do the work. You take the time to explore your inner being, recognize that you have the divine inside of you. There's nothing that makes you any less than anyone else. We all have our special thing. And when we're living that, that feeling of not being worth it or not having a purpose or what's the point goes away because you know that you have a responsibility and a joy to bring what you have to offer into the world. So again, like I said, I don't really know what the point is to this. I just hope that somebody hears this and it impacts their day or makes someone who maybe wasn't aware of suicide aware of it and opens up the consciousness for it. So everyone have a beautiful week and know that you are divinely supported and guided. All you have to do is look within yourself. Yeah, you might need to get some shit out of the way to be able to see clear. But once you do that, it is the most fulfilling life you could ever dream of. It's not easy, but it is so fulfilling and it feel you feel guided by the universe and exactly where you're supposed to be. So with that, I hope everyone has a good week and um, enjoys the rest of their Suicide Awareness Month um, and keeps, keeps the consciousness where it's supposed to be. All right, everyone, I will talk to you next time. Under the light.